Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today is Robert Esparza and Virginia Nussie. Hi there. Hey there. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also download it anytime from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel or from SEMSynergy.com. Our guest today is Jeremiah Andrick, Program Manager of Microsoft Live Search Webmaster Center. Uh, if you've ever been to a console, you'll recognize him uh, by his red hair. I think everybody uh, now knows who I'm talking about. Virginia got a chance to speak with Jeremiah during SMX. You'll want to stick around for their discussion about some of the recent programs Life Search is offering for webmasters. Right now, I thought we'd discuss SMX Advanced Conference that took place last week in Seattle. Uh, certainly, there is a lot of discussion about this show. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I know that some of you have read um, the post that our blogger and you know, general guru Lisa Barone had posted uh, on the. Hold on, what is today? Friday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, her post came out this morning, and um, as as I mean, the morning that we're recording this, that is, and it's already generated quite a bit of buzz. It's gotten a bunch of comments. Danny's commented a bunch of times, and the topic of it is. Um, SMX uh, goes to the dark side. The uh, general concept. For those of you who haven't uh, heard or, or picked up on everything, there seem to be a fair number of uh, very specific advanced topics presented, uh, some on links and some on giving it up, where there were tips and tricks. And a lot of the things that were presented were very, very, very specifically uh, I think universally accepted is leaning towards the dark side. They were black hat, uh, certainly dark gray, and they did seem to somewhat fly in the face of Google advice and everything else. Uh, fundamentally, it said, hey, Google's not paying attention to it, so why don't we just go do it? And that kind of stuff I don't think was broadly accepted as being other than black hat. And it actually, I think, left sort of a flavor of it being on the dark side. The whole, the whole thing got tainted by that. And Danny uh, certainly did do a couple of posts. Um, his last comment, actually, in one of the uh, posts that were made is, yes, it is useful for people to understand the black hat world, but there is more to advance than black hat, and I wanted a lot more of that to be shown. So he agrees. It was a little bit towards the dark side, uh, more than he wanted. Um, everybody picked up on it, and I think it actually shocked a lot in the audience. Yeah, I, I would. It seems like a majority of people are are in agreement with what Lisa's perspective on um, the show was. Just like Bruce had said, that 
they were they were very surprised at um, the amount of the information that was provided that that was against what the search engines are are asking people to do um way more so than any of the other shows have been in the past um and i just don't think that it was really that helpful to most people that uh, are really looking to do this right and to do it clean and to do it long lasting and not just what's working right now um, and I think that most SEO companies out there that are really in it to help their clients for the long haul um, were looking for something more I just want to insert here real quick that uh, you know there was definitely a lot of um, valuable information offered as well and I mean along with um, advanced techniques on site architecture um, and PPC, um, and uh, the developer track was really well received. You know, there was a, a new business track as well. Um, but yeah, in the end of the day, I think a lot of people were left with the taste of um, some black hat in their mouth. And, and just in case you haven't been covering this or, or um, following this, it's it was um, suggestions like buying old sites and um, using their link juice. Um, conditional redirects should be, you know, used. Um, forget about ethics. As a marketer, you don't need ethics. And uh, and stop uh, being afraid of Matt Cuts. Those are all. <laughs> or Google in general. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, it, it, there should have been a lot more focus on, on how to continually improve the site in a long-lasting approach rather than what's working right now. One of the things that I think we saw was that uh, while it was as an aside comment, or at least it wasn't picked up as a mainstream comment, some of the uh, presenters actually commented that this is not for you to uh, actually apply to your large clients. This is for your personal use on your own personal site. These are advanced things that helps us uh, use at your own risk. There's degrees of risk involved. Uh, if you're willing to take the risk, then these are the advanced things you can do. Uh, that's absolutely great. Uh, I just don't think we could ever walk up to one of our clients and say, oh, by the way, uh, we're going to start doing things to your site that can get you banned, and uh, we know that Matt Cuts has spoken out against it. Therefore, we're going to do it. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't think we'd ever want to even go down that path, even 1%. It's just not worth it. And the people in the audience that represent large properties or were SEOs that service large properties, while they were able to hear a great many things, I'm not sure they heard exactly what would be able to be taken home and implemented. Right. On a more positive note, let's switch back to one of the new tracks that was um, around this time, which was the business development track. Bruce, you had a chance to, to be on that panel. How did that yeah. go? Uh, you know, it's interesting. We know when we go to a conference, a lot of the attendees are, in fact, uh, SEOs. What we had in our track was probably the most comfortable chairs and a room with the best view. Uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. We overlooked uh, the water. It was terrific. And it had a full room of people. Uh, every seat was taken, and people were standing around the back of the room. So it was actually a very uh, well-received track. It focused on valuing uh, a business and how to build SEO uh, as a actual company. It, it, it focused on the business aspects of being an SEO instead of the tricks and, and things that you can do as SEOs. Uh, our particular track, there were uh, three great speakers. Uh, I'm, 
I hope uh, I was one of them, um, and it was very, very well received. The questions were intelligent. Uh, there were a lot of people that were interested in a lot of different things, and I think the track turned out to be pretty good. I, from what I've heard, if you stuck to that track, you actually picked up a lot of knowledge. Maybe one of the best parts of it, if you're not interested in black hat, right? Well, hopefully uh, everyone was able to look at that, and if not, uh, I believe that it was live blogged, so you can read the recap and hopefully pick up some good stuff. It's time for us to take a break now, but stick around because next, Virginia will be talking with Jeremiah Andrick about Microsoft Search Webmaster Center and some of the recent developments going on over at Microsoft. More SEM Synergy on the way. Please stick around. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads, all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic. With over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield, their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Domain Masters. Rick Schwartz, a.k.a. Domain King and Web Father. The Europeans should be snapping up these dot-coms because they're getting a great value because of the weak dollar. Same thing with the housing market. With a weak dollar, the people from other parts of the world can come in with a stronger currency and really get some great value. If that happens, that will uh, save the day. And historically, it has happened. If it doesn't happen, I think we're in for a really, really tough ride. Domain Masters. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. <laughs> Sink your teeth into 100% original programming. WebmasterRadio.fm. And try our daily search cast. It's made fresh every day. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. 
You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Hi, this is Virginia Nussie here with SEM Synergy. I'm actually in the uh, expo room floor of SMX Advanced right now here with Jeremy, uh, Jeremiah Andrick, the pro- program manager of Live Search's Webmaster Center. Hi, Jeremiah. <laughs> Hi, Virginia. It's nice to meet you. Thanks for taking some time out of your uh, booth. For, for it's, no, it's no problem, and, and uh, I really don't... I mean, I like being in the booth and being with customers, but I really like being up in the sessions and uh, being actually out with the boots on the ground who are um, both learning and asking lots of questions because I want to be able to help. So booth is nice. It's a lot of one-on-one time, but it's nice to just be out and about with the, with the real guys out there up in the sessions as well. So. Yeah, you've been covering the sessions on... Uh, Cubicle Punk, so uh, yeah. that's cool. So uh, it's kind of an interesting story. I mean, we, we're really trying to do more with our own internal live um, search blog, and um, both for the just kind of general coverage of the things that we're doing for live search, um, as well as on the webmaster blog for the webmaster-specific things. But we had a lot of announcements that were going out. Instead of live blogging at uh, the conference there, I decided I didn't want that to clutter up the announcements that we went, we were shipping out. So I, I decided, well, I'll just do it on my personal blog. I'll create a Twitter account, and people can, uh, um, for Webmaster Center, uh, they can follow me there and follow the stories. And I'll do my best to just sort of cover it, and people who aren't here can see it. Um, do my best to share um, everything that I'm learning about uh, what Live is doing, what Google's doing, what, you know, what, what the experts in the industry are doing. Um, sometimes those things are good, sometimes those things are bad. Um, trying to leave my commentary out a little bit because I don't want to speak too heavily about how we view everything, but you know, people have to kind of learn and test on their own. Um, but it's been fun, and, and uh, I watched my traffic go from about 20 visits a day to I had just under 1,000 hits yesterday. That's so, huge. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a phone call from my host saying, um, we've seen some unusual traffic on your site. <laughs> Uh, so these things happen, but it's fun. So I'm glad people have been reading it, and hopefully they've liked what I've written about the sessions I've been to. So. Right, yes, I'm sure they have. Um, what do you think about the conference so far? Um, I really like the XMX. XMX? XMX? SMX. Yeah, wow, yeah. that got really hard all of a sudden. <laughs> um, I really like these conferences, and I, I think the... I've been to lots of conferences. Um, I go to all of them. I've uh, been to consumer shows as well as um, these kind of trade events. But uh, one of the things I really like about these sessions is, is that there's lots of time for uh, real interaction between uh, industry folks. You know, um, Danny does a good job of putting us in these, like, lunches together um, where you end up at a table with some people and they'll be talking. And sometimes it's a little awkward because, you know, like, generally speaking, I don't identify myself as, like, being from live search unless somebody asks. And people will be talking about how they're doing link building and you know occasionally somebody who will know who I am will say shh yeah. no don't don't say that um, but the reality is is we're not here to be like the um, policeman I am I'm here to learn too about the industry what we can do to help make our product better and your product better um, and hopefully we just in general by um, having us have these kind of collegial experiences together we can create a better industry that people trust us as the engines more and people trust you as the um experts in building business around search, um, both in PPC and, and um, organic listings, um, in a way that currently I don't think exists. So very excited about that. Um, so you were mentioning that the, the 
live search blog, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, Webmaster Center blog, yeah. has um, it has been putting a lot of uh, posts about updates that yeah. you've been rolling out. Yeah, so um, we had a couple of things go on in the last couple of weeks that were really important. We had the REP announcement, the Robots Exclusion Protocol, which was a big deal. We worked really hard with um, Google and Yahoo um, to ensure that we were respecting um, the protocol, which is really important because one of the things that like is a major piece of feedback that we've gotten for years is, is that you know we don't handle robots.txt correctly. We weren't handling um, robots... Um, tags the way we should be. And, you know, to be honest, it, it's been a pain point for us. And actually working with, um, and, a, and definitely an area of DSAT, but by working with uh, Google and Yahoo to kind of agree on a standard, it makes it easier for our engineers to sort of say, okay, you know what, we're going to focus on these core areas, we're going to be great at these, and then customers will be successful by following them. Um, so we did a couple of blog posts. Um, there are two posts that have been shipped on the, on the uh, robots exclusion uh, protocol how we handle it and sort of how we view it as um, as an industry as well as how live search views it. We also shipped a toolkit um, and the toolkit is search agnostic um, but it's for developers um, who are building, generally you would t- talk about like a large scale website. I would use MSDN or Microsoft.com as an example of it where you have 404 pages or any really error that would come up where you were losing traffic. Um, we found at MSCOM they were losing anywhere between 2 and 10% of traffic to 404 pages where people were typing in something like Xbox games, you know, www.microsoft.com whack Xbox games. And that page doesn't exist. And so they type that in and they, we wouldn't get engaged. Customer would leave and abandon. Um, and so we built a toolkit that would um, extract the keywords from the URLs people were typing in, create a friendlier 404 page, and then run a query against a search engine. And when I say a search engine, we built the toolkit agnostic enough that if, if if Google's what what you want to use for your site, fantastic. Um, if um, Yahoo is what you want to use, great. Um, the toolkit is certainly, there's some elements in it that you can take advantage of with our API that's out there for live search. Um, and we hope you'd use that. But the reality is, is that um, you can use whatever you want, whatever you favor. Um, Microsoft.com is using search.microsoft.com, for example, their internal search engine. Um, which it's powered by live, but there's, you know, it's their own custom thing. It's not our branding, and we're certainly not monetizing it. So um, it's an opportunity to keep customers engaged, run queries for things against, like, the signals that people are giving in those 404 pages. And um, hopefully it'll keep customers, customers coming back to your site. And the concept isn't new. We just wanted to make it simpler for webmasters to make it happen on a regular basis. I so. mean, both of those sound like there's a lot of um, lives... Uh, willingness to kind of cooperate with other search engines. Well, I think the I think the approach that we generally want to take is is that um, we're not going to gain um, we're not going to gain market share. We're not going to gain um, even thought leadership in the industry if we're not seen as a, a partner. Not necessarily like a partner with you because you know there's a lot of baggage that goes along with saying that you're a partner with somebody, but. Um, you know, if we're not seen as being like participating, I guess I should use that, that's a better word, participating in the standards, not trying to create our own. And so I think the the goal for us to, is to try and be as transparent as possible and really just generally try and get customer love for us by doing things that just makes their lives better. And at the end of the day, you know, people, ha- people view... Google how they view it, and their search engine of choice is their search engine of choice. It's really hard to, to get people to switch, and we have a big job in trying to do that. Um, if we can start with webmasters and influentials like like you know 
the webmasters who are here, that's a big step for us. So definitely there's some opportunity for us there. Um, I feel like I'm going backwards, mm -hmm. but what can people find on uh, Webmaster Center? So Webmaster Center is still in beta for us. Um, we've shipped some really important things that are helpful for us and hopefully helpful for customers that are out there. Um, first of all, we have the ability for people to give us their sitemaps directly, as well as a ping service that's attached to the, to the Webmaster Center that allows customers to like, tell us every time they've updated their sitemap. That's like the most important thing because you know we're, we're out there trying to crawl more of the web. People are often saying, hey, we're missing some of their content. Here's your opportunity. Tell us where it's out. Um, the other thing is, is we already had a bunch of tools that sort of existed, things like submit your URL, you know, get into the business listings, these kinds of things, but they were all over the place. So the Webmaster Center gave us a chance to combine those things together. But the real goal for us, and you can see a sampling of it today in the beta form, is to be able to provide the best link data possible um, to uh, webmasters as they're trying to do their, their, uh, their planning, their research. We want to give the best link data to them, them possible. Today we give 10 links, the top 10. Um, we're pretty consistent. We're missing some features that customers have asked for, things like being able to exclude links from their own site, in links and things like that. Um, I think customers will be really happy when we ship our, our real V.1. Um, we've been working really hard um, over the last year since we shipped the beta to, to take all the feedback we've gotten and try and come up with the most accurate and the uh, best data possible for links. And there's going to be some surpri surprising features. We never talk about our schedule or exactly what we're going to deliver. But I think people will be surprised and pleased when we ship our V.1 because we really spend a lot of time listening um, at shows like this and um, to people who actually have signed up for the tool. And we would love it if people would still go and sign up. There's plenty of time to give us feedback. Um, we would like to see that we would offer something that is unique and better and more useful uh, than what exists with the other search engines today. And I, I believe that, I mean, we're committed to that. I believe we can do it. Even, even though our share isn't as much, we believe we can provide the kind of data that you need to make your site better for all the engines. And so where can people sign up for that? Yeah, today, if you want to sign up for it, you go to webmaster.live.com. And if you don't have a passport account, you'll have to create one. But if you have a passport account, you can sign in. Uh, we use the standard metadata or XML drop the tag on your page um, so solution today. Uh, in the future, as we look towards um, publishers and other things, large-scale publishers, we might look for other solutions there. But today, that's the way we're handling it. And um, so you can do that, and you'll get data right away. It's, it's that easy. So it's, it's a very familiar process. I think people won't um, be, you know, that shouldn't struggle through it. Let's put it that way. All right. So. Well, um, I think that's a wrap for this little interview, but thank you, Jeremiah. No problem. Thank you, Virginia. Okay, and uh, stick around for more SEM Synergy. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. Huh? I see you're working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creators for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote. 
AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by, whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host, David Zatella, and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. PPC Rockstars. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Bruce Clay. I'm here with Susan in Virginia. Hello. Hello. Hey, Bruce. Uh, right now, I thought we'd take time to talk about the importance of having a company blog. Uh, certainly, we have the Bruce Clay blog. I know you're all subscribers to it, right? Uh, and we're going to talk about what it can do for your company. Um, specifically, I think uh, the right person to talk to right now is Susan, who is... Uh, pretty much our branding wizard here at Bruce Clay. She knows all about blogging. Why don't you tell us what it's all about? Um, well, obviously I'm not the blogging expert, Lisa is, but Lisa refuses to get on the radio show for us. Uh, I would you, really you, you think... You can't hear the typing. It's... No, no, it's, it's kind of strange. We could get her one of those you know, voice things so when she types it speaks. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> um, but yeah, she blogs... We have a blog for a lot of reasons. She's like the personality of the company, pretty much. It's really true. Blogging helps branding in a way that I don't really think anything else has the opportunity to do. I mean, yeah, you can do branding through your website, but in order to give that personal voice, that you know, sense of a people company and not just a services or you know whatever that your company is doing. The who you are comes through much much better on a blog. 
The reasons you'd have a blog, though, are, are quite a few. I mean, corporations have them because you want to become an expert and you want people to recognize you as an expert or an authority. Uh, sometimes it's for customer relationships where you want to maintain uh, reputation management, things like that, media relations. There's, there's a ton of reasons to have a corporate blog. The personality aspect of the blog is really to make it engaging, I think. Um, it's to help your brand in a conversational way that uh, a, a website or an article or, or just a, a brochure would never be able to do. Oh, absolutely. It's a very good way, you know, like I said, to build personal relationships. And it's not just with your customers, although that's obviously a really, really good way to do it. But also, you know, you're looking at ways of communicating with the other people in your industry. Um, a lot of the times when we're updating our blog, we're talking about stuff that's literally very, very specifically industry related and is going to be interesting to other SEOs, not even just our clients or customers, people who might be coming to the blog to you know get more information about us, but also to other people in the industry because we want to contribute in a way and the blog is a good way for us to speak our minds without, you know, without having to go to a forum or something and say, well, maybe this or that or the other thing. We have it on our site. It's always there. It's real easy to link back into our site and say, well, we've got this whole page here about this or, you know, when we wrote this article about this and we can link through it. We can also link out to other people and form relationships that way. It's a really good communication tool, not just a branding tool, not just a PR tool. You know, you're doing a lot of things with a blog. But it isn't always used that way. I mean, a lot of bloggers use it just to develop links, and they even take the aggressive stance of attacking people just to get an argument going so the people will link to it. That is not necessarily a good use of a blog, but it does generate links, and they consider that to be the purpose they have blogs. Well, I think that gathering links is definitely a you know reason to use a blog. I don't definitely don't agree with you know some of these oh we'll just make up stories or we'll attack people or anything like that you know there are ways to do link bait that are ethical and if you can't do link bait ethically perhaps you're not very good at it that's probably (laughs) that's probably very true uh you know i think that uh, one of the things that people look at for blogging is an, an ability to help form an industry in our particular case the industry is still being formed. And in a lot of other businesses, the online community is still being formed. And this is an opportunity to get out there, express your opinion, and help people go in a direction that they want to go in. I think one of the points that Lisa makes a lot of time on the blog is that you need to have a blog if you want, to, I mean, as far as the um, the public relations aspect of it, just because people are going to be talking about your company. If you if you offer a service to the public, people are going to be talking about it. And if you want to be part of that conversation, part of that discussion, then uh, you should be proactive about it. Yeah, I think corporations shied away from blogs for a really long time because they were afraid of that more casual relationship. They, did, they wanted to be taken seriously. And blogs don't seem very serious. But I think a lot of the time now what we're seeing is that corporations are understanding that you can be a serious professional company 
and still have a personal voice. There are a lot of corporations out there that are doing a great job with blogging. Um, Dell is doing a great job with blogging. Mm -hmm. Southwest, not always everybody's favorite people, but definitely creating a conversation. They're out there. They're making sense. A lot of these companies are using this technology in a way to reach their customers that they didn't have before. This is actually one of the new things for corporations. Uh, Many times corporations have this barrier to press where it has to go through the lawyers and it has to be issued from the PR department. Uh, And in my opinion, what we're really dealing with is that companies are in transition to where they're starting to trust their employees with opinions and letting it get out on the Internet. That is something a lot of old school companies never allowed to happen before. Right. But if they, they are experimenting, they're finding that people are very receptive to it. They want I to think, be able to identify. I think the other thing we're seeing a lot of, well, not seeing a lot of, but that it's becoming out there, is that companies have internal blogs as well as external blogs. They're talking to each other through blogs. And that's, I mean, how often are we talking about a, co- a company and the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing? And now they have a way to do that that's not official memos that nobody reads. You know, it's, it's a blog, it's a conversation, it's understanding that those guys in IT aren't really trying to do this just to harass you. They have a, you know, they're people too. Yeah. Well, you know, I really want to be able to, you know, emphasize that a blog does a lot of different things. Uh, one of the powerful things I think we're going to be using ours for is uh, obviously communication, uh, getting the word out, helping the industry form uh, we're using it even for recruitment. We've got 11 open recs. I'd love to fill them, and the blog has a lot of readers. I mean, there's a lot of things within a community that a blog can can really address. Well, actually, that's it for this week's show. We're out of time. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy and for coming on the show. I also want to remind our listeners to send Internet marketing questions to Synergy at bruceclay.com. Uh, please, uh, you know, Write us. Let us know what you're after. We'll be able to make sure we address it. This is Bruce. This is Virginia. And this is Susan. Asking you to come back next week when we'll talk to our guest, Chris Hart. He's heading our New York office, and uh, it's just now opening. So, uh, by the way, if any of you are up at, uh, or we're up at SMX up in Seattle, uh, certainly you had a chance to meet him. This is uh, certainly going to be a a growth period for us. Check out SEMSynergy.com for more next week's show and this week's guest and topics too. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Synergy.